Calm down. Calm down a second. You're getting exci excited, and that's not going to help Hello, the situation. <laughs> Welcome back to Level Up Crypto. Ooh, Saturday night. It's really late. I'm up late. Saturday, April 2nd, 2021. Welcome back to Level Up Crypto. I got some stuff I want to talk about, but uh, I guess I need to make sure. What do I got to do? I got to cast some spells here. What do we got? We got some spells going. Let's do some spells here. Here you go. Let me buff you up. Oh, yeah. There you go. Let's level up. I don't know if anybody uh, recognizes these sound effects. This is uh, original EverQuest. It's from like 10 years ago. It's a massive multiplayer game I used to play a lot. <laughs> I enjoy the sound effects here, and I think there's some wow. That's a, There's a wow uh, sound effect here somewhere too. World of Warcraft. That's wow right there, right? Yeah, these are wows. I got my uh, my EverQuest here. Yeah. All right, guys. Pushing buttons over here. Saturday night. It's pretty fun. This is the Level Up Crypto Show. Uh, basically, uh, I learn and hopefully you learn. Uh, we're going to kind of go through this together. Uh, right off the bat, yeah, you can buy $1 in Bitcoin, everybody. My name is Tyrone, and uh, we're going to talk about it. So uh, let's go explore here. I got some more uh, sound effects here. Let's go. Hold on. Here we go. All right, so out of there. So today I have, uh, I'm going to talk about Bitcoin a little bit, news, opinion. I have a conspiracy. I have, uh, I'm going to be talking about side chains and what they are, some examples of them. And then I have a little bit of, uh, Review on my crypto.com card, just real quick. And then I have a couple clips of uh, some podcasts and uh, and some uh, YouTube stuff. I don't know if anybody, uh, I sure would like to know what everybody listens to. So if you want to leave comments, you know, on my uh, messenger on Anchor FM, you can kind of give me some feedback, which you guys listen to. If you guys like what, you know, the certain stuff I listen to. Sorry, I just ate some dinner. Shouldn't be burping into the mic here, but. <laughs> uh, so yeah, let's do, uh, let's see. Let's go over to the Bitcoin price. Hold on a second. Here we go. Do you 
Oh, what's the Bitcoin price at? Come on, internet. Show me. Fifty-six thousand nine hundred and sixty. Oh yeah, I like that. Yeah, well, and, uh, my next thing up, I got usually my MM Crypto clip of the week here. It's a pretty interesting one. It was from yesterday. Uh. He talks about the different cycles. and uh, You know, this is my first cycle that I've been around, so I haven't really experienced very many of these ups and downs, but uh, you can see it in the charts. You can watch what he's talking about here, and it's pretty interesting. I don't know if what you guys think. Take a listen showing you something on twitter just follow me over on twitter but i can explain it to you mm crypto uh, go you can subscribe see every single time in every in every single bull cycle we are having every time six consecutive green month six consecutive green month one red consolidation candle and another many many month here with a last parabolic final phase here this year doesn't look like a bear market but it was a 75 percent retracement from top to bottom that was a bear market so Six month, one red candle, parabolic run. Same thing here. Six month, one red candle, parabolic run. Six month, one red candle, parabolic run. And right now we had one, two, three, four, five, six month, one red candle and parabolic run towards the upside. This is on you to decide, guys. This is on you to decide. This is certainly something... I'm looking out for uncertainty something which I would consider a very bullish case because we all needed this red month. We all needed people to be shaken out. And honestly speaking, this was not a traditional shakeout month. We went down 30%, right? But with higher market capitalization, we should expect lower dimin diminishing returns to scale towards the upside, but also... It's pretty wild, you guys. Uh, you can see the... It's amazing when you look at that chart because you're just like, whoa, okay, well... I mean, it, it, the the way that that red dip looks in each of those cycles is exactly the same. It's a it's like a fake out dip, a really small red month in the middle of you know some sort of super cycle, or in the middle of a you know the big cycle. There's a always a little dip, and then now every time before. So there's been. Four times before, every time before, it'll go for another three to six months right now as far as uh, green months. So should be pretty interesting. Look out, everybody. I'm I'm excited to uh, <laughs> I'm excited to see what happens. All right. Let's we'll get back. Let's go to our main points here. Yeah, I have Bitcoin and you should, too. If you would have bought Bitcoin three months ago, you'd have tripled your money by now. You're so stupid for not buying it then. All right, so Bitcoin news. That was uh, an interesting piece by MM Crypto, I have to say. MM Crypto. But um, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens there. It To me, I'm just going to proceed as a 
try not to be emotional type person, <laughs> kind of like you do with stocks where you just end up buying, you know, at a consistent time, consistent basis and try to just to build a portfolio that you'll be able to um, succeed with. And that's where you go from there with that one. I don't know why I'm talking about this. You guys all know how to do this stuff better than I do. But uh, I do have a conspiracy on Bitcoin. I uh, I wanted to discuss and at least bring it up so that if it, you know, there's some proof of it, which it seems like there is every once in a while. But my conspiracy with Bitcoin right now, with Ethereum basically becoming a leading indicator on Bitcoin. And uh, I haven't looked up. It'd be pretty easy to look up to find out if Bitcoin, you know, and Ethereum do flip-flop like this a lot. But uh, I think, and then with Dogecoin going up, with XRP going up, and, you know, relative to Bitcoin, it really does seem to me like the powers that be, and I don't know who it is, you know, point at a hundred different people, hundred different organizations or whatever powers, but they, it does seem like they're trying to diminish Bitcoin's dominance and its power, you know, uh, it's, uh, in one way you can do that. And just even in capitalization terms, you know, people buying, other things other than Bitcoin, just that alone will limit the power of Bitcoin worldwide. Uh, if people are getting, you know, just for example, for me, you know, I'm looking into a, uh, I think it's called a helium router and it's a pretty cool technology. It uses radio transmitting, um, antennas to broadcast and relay internet uh, so that you can actually uh, overlay uh, internet and actually have a blockchain running just off the FM signals. And I don't know if it's FM, but just off the radio signals. And uh, depending on how many people are in, in your area and how many you know people you can kind of relay off of, it's a pretty interesting uh, technology. It's kind of cool. I I thought, I don't know if it's ever got the capabilities to be a type of internet, but it is a blockchain technology, which is, you know, can be used as an internet or a communication device. But anyway, you, you set this up at your house and you can kind of relay back and forth through other nodes that people have set up in their houses in other cities and uh, you get a little kickback on keeping that node operating. And uh, so anyway, there's, there's my point is there's a lot of, uh, a lot of distractions out there for the Bitcoin people. And you do have to be careful. There's a lot of those, you know, I, I've jumped up and down about how much I enjoy these interest bearing uh, accounts with uh, Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies and stuff and how cool they are. And they are, you know, if you're into that stuff, they're pretty cool, but there's all obviously the other side of this benefit where you are now custodying your funds and your 
cryptocurrencies with someone else, which is a security issue. You know, not to mention there, you know, if it's ever, you know, just like they say, if it ever gets shut down, those uh, custodial companies are going to give up everything to the government quickly. So there's there's not not going to be any time where you can, you know, try to shield your assets. Uh, you know, maybe you need to get them out or whatever. But anyway, so I, I feel it's been about two months now where I feel like I've watched Bitcoin really take a take kind of a beating compared to everybody else, Ethereum in particular, and all of its uh, subsidiaries <laughs> with side chains and all that stuff. All that stuff seems to have picked up and increased in value, which is great. Dogecoin, Dogecoin or whatever, and, and it's non-existent functionality other than uh, being believed in, which is just like the dollar bill, I guess. Anyway, so that's my conspiracies. I feel like the powers that be are pushing these other distractions against Bitcoin when you really should be just investing in Bitcoin. You know, if you want to go go into an Ethereum, you know, that 50, 25, 25 cuts always good if you're going to do investments and but I, I don't I don't really want to talk about investments and stuff like that because I'm a rookie. You don't really know much, know much about that kind of stuff. But I do know a lot about conspiracies and I know how uh, PR works. And all I've seen is really Bitcoin getting hammered down pretty hard. And, uh, you know, Dogecoin is getting promoted like it's some sort of, you know, legit good thing where Bitcoin just gets dogged on like it's some piece of crap and there's no value, no technology or anything. And I'm just like, how is this is just the opposite of what's really going on? So it's kind of interesting, but yeah, we'll go on to the next one. Bitcoin and things like it is the equivalent of the red pill. This is a technology, it's a computing language, and I can build an app on it. Is Bitcoin the currency of the future? Crypto gang, it's the game, big gang, all gang, light gang, cash game, blockchain, whoa. I don't really ever buy stocks, man. No. Haters want to say I'm in a bubble, man. No. Chip, chew them up like bubble gum. No. Just made a meal with my pocket chain. No. About to go and join okay, so uh, side chains and what are they? So there... I'm not sure if everybody's familiar with Ethereum. I'll just give a quick rundown, but Ethereum's network is getting bogged down just because of use. A lot of people are using Ethereum. Uh, it's an interesting way to look at it when we're talking about all these conspiracies and stuff, but, you know, uh, Bitcoin's been used for 10 years and hasn't really had a lot of uh, high fees or backlogged uh, processing. But, you know, Ethereum comes in and almost right off the bat starts to have issues with high fees, which are due to people overloading the network. And uh, anyway, so it's that that's kind of an interesting thing there. But anyway, I want to stick on to my 
side side chains and uh, second layer options, layer two options. But uh, so the main chain is going to be your Ethereum, your Bitcoin. I think it's just going to be Ethereum and Bitcoin pretty much. And a side chain is going to be built on that Ethereum chain, but off to the side. So it's going to use that Ethereum chain to transmit, but it's going to also use that side chain to use for transaction fees or uh, any kind of, uh, you know, you can basically attach a contract to the side of your Ethereum chain and it becomes its own side chain or layer two, what they call it a lot of times. And that, you know, you could, there's all kinds of different capabilities with that. Uh, there's like file sharing, um, a lot of liquidity and trading and NFTs are all kind of usually side chains. Um, some of the older, older school ones use the original Ethereum chain, but that's where you run into the really high, uh, transact really high fees on those, uh, kind of original ethereum chains so anyway so if you ever hear side chain or if you ever hear layer two um trying to think of some examples i might have to look it up on my phone but i know uh matic is a side chain uh sheesh trying to think of some other side chains there's a bunch of them out there you can see it when you're looking at your coinbase uh info or whatever on your your app so you can see it'll usually tell you if it's a side chain um, using the erc um, token which is ethereum anyway so just so you guys know that's i don't know if if every anybody's ever heard of that but uh i know i i kind of learned about it and just kind of moved on once i learned about it and didn't really ever explain it to you guys so i want to make sure that you know since this is kind of for noobs, you know, like me, that we all kind of keep together and keep learning here. Going to my next subject. I believe in you. Invest in the boy, see what we can do. Gotta keep faith for the revenue. Take advance to the pen while you climbing up the ranch, you my dust coin. I believe in you. Invest in the boy, see what we can do. Gotta keep faith for the revenue. Take advance to the bank while you climb up the ranks. I don't believe in Dogecoin, Dogecoin. Anyway, so I want to just give a quick uh, recap on my Bitcoin back crypto.com card. It came in the mail. Uh, it was pretty cool. It came in a little cool little package. It's a nice looking card. I don't know if that really matters, but I did notice right off the bat for me to charge that card to actually load it with uh, money that I can use to get the uh, crow back, you have to use a cryptocurrency. Uh, for some reason, when I try to load it with fiat currency, it doesn't do doesn't give me the option on the the button. So I don't know what that's all about. But you got to basically use your Ethereum to charge your crypto.com card. Which right off the bat kind of defeats the purpose, you know, especially <laughs> Ethereum's shooting up right now. I'm sitting here looking at, you know, dropping 50 bucks on this crypto.com card 
to charge it up to like, you know, buy lunch or whatever. And I'm thinking, I don't want to really spend my Ethereum on this. <laughs> you know, I, I want to just spend fiat dollars on this. I don't want to use my Ethereum. This is the Ethereum that I'm going to spend $50 on. This could be, is probably going to be worth $65 tomorrow morning or something, you know? So that, that was a little disheartening. I got to keep working on that and figure out uh, if I can basically just transfer, you know, funds from my bank directly into the crypto.com card and charge it that way. Cause that's kind of how the cash app works, which I really like that one. You just, you know, I basically just pull it right out of my bank account, put it into the cash app, and then I can use the card uh, where this crypto.com card, at least one of the options is you use your uh, cryptocurrencies with Ethereum or Bitcoin or whatever and charge this card and then use that to buy, make your purchases, which I don't really see how, like, why would anybody do that? You're basically using your Bitcoin to get dollars instead of using your dollars to get Bitcoin kind of, it's almost the opposite of what I was kind of hoping it would be, but I'm going to keep working on it. I'll try to get my bank account, uh, attached to it. Uh, see what do we got next? All right. So next I got, I got Kitco new, uh, Kitco clip coming up about, uh, Bitcoin and altcoins. It's a pretty interesting, for me, it was a good way to put it. If anybody's, you know, kind of looking into, you know, ways to explain the differences between cryptocurrencies, because it, it's hard enough just to explain, you know, what Bitcoin is. And then you have to go to next level and go, well, there's a difference between Bitcoin and Ethereum. And then there's actually a difference between Ethereum and pretty much everything else. And then there's Dogecoin (laughs) at the very bottom that you have to explain. But, uh, let's see. I want to get a new sound effect. Alright, so here's a Kitco news on YouTube. I would definitely go subscribe to them. Pretty good stuff over there. Listen to this guy. Very bad thing. And I'll tell you why. That's like comparing gold to Amazon. Like, why would you ever compare gold to Amazon? The only thing is... Sorry, let me preface that. He's She, prefaced, she started this the question out with Bitcoin and Ethereum, and he wants to make sure that she under, everybody understands that there's a big difference between Ethereum and Bitcoin, and he's going to kind of talk about it. They're both cryptocurrencies, and they both use a blockchain. But they're two completely different things. Bitcoin is a store of value. It's a, tr- a value transfer between me and you. And that's what Bitcoin does, and it does it really well. Ethereum, however, is the world supercomputer that is decentralized. So 
lots of computation, lots of anything that you need to be stored on a supercomputer that in a decentralized way, that is Ethereum. Do I think Ethereum will work? Absolutely. I think Ethereum at these prices, I'm looking at it now on my screen, it's $2,100. Absolutely, absolutely, I think Ethereum will work. But Ethereum is more risky than Bitcoin. Bitcoin already works and already serves its purpose and does this very, very well. It's a great store of value. You can transfer it around the globe in seconds for very low fees. Ethereum, however, can't maintain the system network. So in other words, it's so amazing, and the technology, but the technology can't handle the adoption that it's having. And so the transaction fees are very high, and the throughput on the system is very low. And they're fixing it in a network upgrade called Ethereum 2.0. But this upgrade is like changing the, 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 the engines so I, f- I thought that was a good example of the difference. Uh, and it like it kind of fits in with my conspiracy where, you know, the powers that be know the power of Bitcoin and, and what it means to them. And they have to play like it's not that big of a deal. They, you know, they especially because, you know, pretty much for the last. Sheesh, they still do it. So but the. The fear and the shit talking and the amount of uh, bullshit that you hear, the fear that you hear from these guys is is crazy. So, you know, when you hear this guy talking about how Bitcoin is a proven technology and it works, it kind of makes you wonder why everything else is getting pushed. You know, don't get me wrong. Bitcoin's really high, you know, 50 something thousand or whatever, but you know, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. It's, it'll be, uh, it'll be interesting. I have uh, one more clip and then, uh, I'll be able to wrap it up here, guys. Yeah, so I got this clip from uh, Tales from the Crypt uh, podcast. It's the rabbit hole recap, and it was just from maybe a couple days ago. Uh, These guys are really good. Definitely go subscribe to them and listen to them. Uh, Listen to this. What do we got here? To beware, freaks, the IRS is looking into hacking hardware wallets. That's a headline I... Didn't think I'd see you this year, but it shouldn't be surprising. <laughs> shouldn't be surprising at all. Yeah, that wasn't the part, though. And I added that to the list, so That's we can trouble. add it to the show notes. DC cops hit with ransomware, which threatens informants. This is a pretty big. And then, okay, yeah, you do have it in here, the, the Global Ransomware Task Force, which I think is just hilarious. So DC DC police got hit with ransomware for fifty million dollars, um, two hundred and fifty gigs of personal information, yeah, and that includes informants. If you've been snitching, these ransomware. Ouch! Did you hear that, you guys? Ooh! So due to their networks. 
insecurity, their systems were able to get hacked and <laughs> they got everything. Criminals are about to about to snitch on you. So, well, the way I put the the reason I put this in here is because, like, you don't KYC your informants. You know, like this this is this <laughs> right. is this is. KYC is know your customer, and that's what's been going on with all of the apps. Pretty much anything you do in the U.S. as a U.S. citizen, you have to be KYC'd. Well, not anything. You can you can go to links and and not be KYC'd, but if you want to do trading, if you want to buy and sell, if you want to do all that kind of fun stuff, you do have to be kind of KYC'd. You know, it's due to tax purposes. Uh, which is probably a subject I need to cover here soon because I'm learning a lot about it. Sounds like crypto taxes are uh, a pain in the butt, which is uh, not cool at all because I really enjoy these crypto uh, options, these crypto uh, havens. It's kind of a, a way for me to feel like I have a little bit more power with my money. Uh but uh, it does sound like they they kind of can be annoying with your uh, with taxes when taxes come. End result of every KYC database that exists is that it's going to be compromised at some point. And in this case, they did it with their most sensitive fucking contractors, which are their informants. And and now they're sitting there and and. They're going to have to handle this, right? They're going to have to see what this is. This is probably, you know, I, I feel like this escalated the ransomware war a little bit. And it does go hand in hand with this ransomware task force. It's really interesting to me because ransomware is this idea that you take their data. And usually what you do is you encrypt it and you say, if you want that data back, if you don't want to deal with starting from scratch, or even for some major organizations, restoring from backups. But but if, if you're like a hospital and you're restoring from offsite backups, your computers could be down for days while you're restoring. So so that's going to cost you significant money anyway. So usually what these ransomware guys do is they they give you a reasonable amount of money and it scales based on your business. If it's a small business, they might say, give me $3,500. And they're very good. Usually when you pay them, whether that's a, historically that's been in Bitcoin, but recently it's been moving to Monero. When you pay them, they will give you back your keys and they're very good about it. It's a reputation game because they want you to pay. So they'll tell you like, the last 40 people we ransomed that like I've all gotten their keys back and these are their great reviews, you know, like they'll yeah. fucking, we've got referrals. Like this, yeah. There's like this whole reputation game about it. This escalated it because it's more than just, you know, we have your data and it's under a lock and key. And if you want the key, you're going to take it. This is, you know, if, if you don't pay us, we're going to start leaking your data, right? Which is, it's a step above that. Jeez, you guys hear that? That's some crazy stuff. Man, who is doing that? Anyway, wow. So that's pretty much it for my show, everybody. It's really late. I'm getting kind of tired and probably shouldn't even be recording. But 
I'll have all my, I'll leave all my contact info, uh, in the show notes there on anchor FM under level up crypto show. Uh, thanks for listening everybody. I will try to be back here, uh, next week and get some more info out for you guys and, uh, hopefully have some fun here and yeah. Thanks for listening. Level up crypto show. Bye.